we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. We took a little bacon and we took a little beans and we caught the bloody British in a town in New Orleans. We fired our guns and the British kept a coming. There wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. See the British come, and there must have been a hundred of them beating on the drum. They stepped so high, and they made the bugles ring. We stood beside our cotton bales and didn't say a thing. We fired our guns, and the British kept a coming. There wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more, and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Old Hickory said we could take them by surprise if we didn't fire muskets till we looked them in the eye. We held our we see the faces well Then we opened up our squirrel guns And really gave them well We fired our guns And the British kept them coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more And they began to run it Well, down the Mississippi To the Gulf of Mexico And we fought another round We filled his head with cannonballs And powdered his behind And when we touched the powder off The gator lost his mind We fired our guns And the British kept a-coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more And they began to run it On down the Mississippi To the Gulf of Mexico Jackson became our seventh president of the United States. And like I said, he was a great general and he he, he brought his troops on to win that battle at New Orleans. It's beyond me why they're taking Andrew Jackson off the front of the twenty dollar bill and putting him on the back. A great leader a great man, a great American, Andrew Jackson. No disrespect to Harriet Tubman, because I think there should be another honor for her, but to take Andrew Jackson off the $20 bill, to me, is really unbelievable. Well, I say it's Monday again, and um, here I am, um, ranting and... I got some nice things to talk about. I was recently at the um, uh, Cosmo Prof uh, trade show here in Las Vegas, and there was some great, great products. I'm a little, little raspy tonight, but please bear with me. And there's some great products, some great companies I I met, and some companies I met um, before on last year's show, and um, I want to I want to talk about them. First, I want to tell you about Rod's Royal Treatment. 
Lodge Royal Treatment is a collection of great men's toiletries. Shampoos, conditioners, the shave, uh, shaving cream, uh, body lotions, rejuvenators, uh, facial cleaners. Wonderful, wonderful products. So check out um, Rod's um, oil treatment. Their mission is to help men feel better about themselves by stepping up superior skin care and grooming products that are effective and affordable. Rod's oil treatment.com. Another product that I saw this year for the first time is a company called Beach Waver. And Beach Waver has some wonderful rotating curler irons. And they also um, have the, um, the Beach Waver half up and the wrap up for, uh, to make for the buns in your hair, ladies. I don't know about you guys, but buns in your hair, ladies. And um, it's a nice, nice company, nice products. Um, they're, they're rotating curling irons, are especially nice. So um, go to Beach Waver. Dot com. That's beachwaver.com. Check them out. Really nice, nice products. Also for men, another terrific company. Actually, men and women. Um, MOE, Minerals of Eden, defined by nature. Minerals of Eden is, a innovate, is innovating nature. They have um, beautiful uh, natural mud and minerals from the Dead Sea. And um, uh, women's uh, bikini products, uh, women's facials, hair removal collection, and they have um, wonderful products for men. Uh, check out MOE Minerals of Eden at mineralsofeden.com, and uh, check out their great products because um, I'm, you know, they're really, 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 really nice products for men and women. Another another company that I I met last year a company called LightStim. This is a terrific company. They make um, infrared um, light products for pain and for wrinkles. They have one that you use on your face, infrared lighting, and it really removes wrinkles. It really does a great job. Uh, they're terrific products. Uh, they're pain products. Um, I was using on my knees. Um, and um, I have what, you know, I had that, that other guy in my knees, arthritis. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was using it on my knees, and I don't know if this uh, product got rid of it, but my recent x-rays uh, showed that the the arthritis of my knees are actually gone, so uh, I, I don't know. But Lightstem, a terrific company, lightstem.com, uh, check them out. And, um, You'll, um, I'm sure you'll uh, love their product. I have a few more products to talk about, but I want to talk about some other things. I want to talk about the five most dishonest people in America. After Hillary. I mean, Hillary's in a class by herself. So, these are the five the most dishonest people and uh, I'm going to surprise Pete there when I when I mention one of these names. But these are the, in my opinion, and I and I put them in alphabetical order. I don't want to, I, I didn't want to um, uh, put them in um, 
any particular order, um, you know, uh, one to five. So I put them in alphabetical order. And this is what I've come up with. And I'll tell you the reasons why. Ted Cruz, who signed an agreement to support uh, the, um, the nominee of the party, and we all know what he did. And I think that's a terrible thing what, what Ted Cruz did. And um, everybody was worried about Donald Trump doing that. And I don't think Donald Trump would have done that if he wasn't the nominee of the party. Next on the list is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't believe any Supreme Court justice should get involved in politics and somehow endorsing a candidate I think that was a terrible situation. Um, it, it really shouldn't have been done by a, a member of the Supreme Court. But then again, it's so cool to talking about. The next person on my list is John Kasich. Now, I was a really big fan of John Kasich. Not during this, uh, not during this election, because he uh, primaries, because he said some things that really, you know, I, I wasn't crazy about. But I was always a big fan of John Kasich when he was a commentator on on television and uh, on the news broadcast. But I really liked John Kasich, and I thought he would be before he started making some things that I didn't like. Uh, remarks about um, what he was going to do if he was president. But earlier in 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 this career, I I just thought John Kasich would have made a great president. I I was I would really like John Kasich. And then he shows up and he signed that that agreement too to uh, uh, to endorse the uh, the candidate, the Republican candidate. And he didn't even show up at the at the uh, the convention, but he was a b about a couple of blocks away at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, during the um, the uh, RNC, and uh, that that was really a terrible thing. Debbie Wasserman Schultz, what can I say about her? <laughs> We all know about Debbie Wasserman Schultz, and hopefully Debbie Wasserman Schultz will be out of politics very, very shortly. Although, if, if, if Hillary gets in, um, I think she'll find a place for this person. And this one's going to surprise even Pete. My fifth nominee for dishonest person, dishonorable person, Adam Silver. And the reason I, I picked Adam Silver is because we all know what he did by pulling out the All-Star game, the NBA All-Star game. 
showered over that and the stupid law of transgender bathrooms, which, um, you know, my feeling about that. And um, I just can't believe he actually would have done such a thing. So those are my, after Hillary, those are my five top picks. I was recently in um, at a show at the um, casino, uh, the cannery, here in Las Vegas. They had a wonderful show. The 70s Soul Jam. This is, this uh, 70s Soul Jam was a fabulous show. It had some really great groups from the 70s. Um, I can't say enough about them. Um, the first group that went on stage tonight was Heat Wave. I'm sure we all remember Heat Wave. A really fabulous group. Um, singing the lead of the, of the group right now um, is Keith Willett. Uh, these guys are from Dayton, Ohio. Keith Willett is the, like I said, the lead singer. He, he does his um, singing from a chair about three years ago. He um, he had a really serious heart attack and stroke. The doctor said he would never sing again. And there he was singing. Unbelievable. He waved. And this is going out to Joy. Love you, Joy. Is he waving always and forever? Always and forever. Each moment with you. Is just like a dream, dream to me that somehow came true. true. And I know tomorrow will still be the same. Cause we've got a life of love that won't ever change. And
Sound. They still sound great. Heat waving, always and forever. Talk a little bit more about that show in a little bit. You know, another thing that I want to talk about that disturbs me. Um, we've been having a lot of problems in the in the, in the world lately uh, between terrorists, radical Islamists, and. Uh, Police haters and um, young men dying uh, by police. 
know, and the disturbing thing about about this situation, all these people are getting publicity. Even though they're dead, the, 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 the criminals, the, the, perp- the perpetrators, they're getting publicity. With their, their, their pictures are on TV. Their names are being saying so. They're like martyrs. They're you know, you know these people are killers. They're criminals. Don't promote them. Don't talk about them. They're gone. We're rid of them. Thank God. God bless the people that have, that that have died. But don't talk about these criminals because it's not it's not really 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 nice to do. Because we're promoting and publicizing uh, the criminals. I want to get back and talk a little bit more about some of the products at Cosmoprof. Company I met there uh, called the uh, uh, Big Boy Handcrafted Men's Products in Sicily. Right. For the man of today, it takes time to become a big boy made with Sicilian craftsmanship. Big Boy has a wonderful line of men's products like beard balm, soothing drops, beard wash, and mustache wax. So the Big Boy with the um, the beard and the mustache. I'm not saying that I'm part of that category, but it's a really, really, really nice company, nice products. For bigboys.co.uk, that's for bigboys.co.uk. The product that's uh, advertised on TV uh, is called Simply Straight. It's a brush that um, straightens the curly hair. And it's all one work, and it does a really nice job. If, if you have to straighten out the hair, if you don't like, if you feel, if you don't like your curly hair, uh, any ladies out there, I guess guys too, maybe. Um, Check out uh, Simply Straight. If, if you've, you'll see it advertised on TV. It's in all your major um, stores around the country. And you can check them out at simplystraight.com. That's simplystraight.com. Check out Simply Straight if you want to straighten out your hair. Masters, the professional division of... Um, Sunbeam, and this is made for professionals. But you don't have to be a professional to use these. They have a wonderful product that's a massager. It's been around for many years. Uh, the Stimulax uh, Massager. Um, it straps onto your hand with springs, and, you know, you can massage your head and face and really makes you feel good. It, um, I, I use it on on my shoulder from the accident I was in. It helps them relieve some of the pain in my shoulder. So it's a it's a really nice product. Check out this Oster Stimulax, uh, and I guess this Oster is a division of Sunbeam, and it's a really nice nice company. Let me tell you about another Israeli company called Nature Nut. Nature Nut is a is a personal care product line. It was launched um, a little bit more than a year. I guess they they started out at the uh, Cosmoprof show last year. They're five-nut combination, perfectly orchestrated. 
And each product offers a unique formulation based on ingredients extracted from shea butter and argan, macadamia, coconut, and Brazil nut oils. Really nice products. They have um, shampoos and uh, hair serums. They have shampoo. They have um, shampoos for damaged hair. Uh, moisturizing shower gel. Really, really, really nice company. Uh, check them out. I'll give you their website. It's called Nature Nut. Nature Nut dot com. And uh, it's a really nice company. Nice people. And I'm sure that you'll like it. But getting back to the uh, '70s um, Soul Jam. Um, there was another group there called Blue Magic. I'm sure you know all you guys remember remember Blue Magic. And the show was emceed by Dynamite Jimmy JJ Walker. Who was a really funny guy. And then we had a group with the Philly Sound. Although we lost Harold. The group is called Harold Melvin's Blue Notes. The lead singer for this group is um, Dylan Big Daddy Gillespie. Dylan Big Daddy Gillespie. And it was terrific. You know, and this, you know, a lot of this, this show was so amazing. It was a mixed crowd of African American and Caucasian people, and everybody was there enjoying themselves, having a good time. It was unbelievable the love that came from that stage. The um, the, uh, the the wonderful things um, that were said on the stage about the problems that we're having and the problems that we shouldn't be having. And uh, it was just a, just a beautiful night. Beautiful musicians, beautiful people, beautiful crowd. Here's Harold Melvin... Blue notes and wake up everybody.
Gotta change it now Just you and me Wake up all the doctors Make the old people well They're the ones who suffer And who catch all the hell But they don't have so very long Before their judgment day So won't you make them happy Before they pass away up all the builders, time to build a new land. I know we could do it if we all lend a hand. The only thing we have to do is put it in our minds. Surely things will work out, they do it every time. The world won't get no better if we're just Change it now, just you and me.
right now are basically rebuilding. They're dumping everybody they can dump, and they're trying to uh, build that farm system up, which is kind of uh, a shocking thing because uh, it kind of uh, it, it kind of goes against George Steinbrenner. He's probably rolling in his grave right now because uh, if he were still owning this team, this wouldn't be happening. But right now, the uh, the Yankees are going in a different direction, and uh, they're getting they got too old, and uh, they had to deal away some of those closers, and they uh, got some uh, pretty good prospects. So we'll see what happens. Well, they really had a fire sale. You know, I I could see them getting rid of uh, Chapman because he could be a problem. You know, I guess he's 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 been in trouble, but I don't know why they would trade Andrew Miller. Well, because uh, they can get a lot of value for them, and they have gotten value, and they've gotten prospects, and top prospects of organizations help teams out eventually. I don't know if it's going to help uh, next year, but it'll eventually help them out. Uh, you look at what the Rays did today. I'm I'm scratching my head. I don't understand what they did. Obviously, <laughs> I I always I scratch think, my head with the Rays. You know, it's disappointing. I don't know they uh, they, <laughs> they got rid of Steve Pierce. Right. 
and they and, and Matt Moore, right? And, and they got a third baseman uh, in Duffy, who they're going to play at shortstop. Who they've already traded for Brad Miller in the offseason, who could have twenty home runs defensively. He's not sound, but I mean, you're exactly right. Unless they're planning to trade Eva Longoria in the offseason, which is certainly a possibility. Because his value is at the highest this year. He's had a pretty good year, and he's making a lot of money. But, you know, to me, if you're a Rays fan right now, you have to be disappointed because if there were teams out there like the Texas Rangers that were going to offer you Profar or Gallo or somebody along those lines, and you turned it down to take Matt Duffy and a couple guys that are not going to be in the major leagues, uh, maybe never because they're single-A, double-A guys, they're not going to make an impact for two or three years. What's the point? The season is over with. You could have got guys that were ready. At least the Yankees got prospects that are somewhat ready. Will be here in maybe a year. These kids they got. There's you know there's no uh, there there's no there's no uh, opportunity to know if these guys are going to come up and be productive or not. So it's just raised baseball. It's very disappointing. And as I tell people on my show on Saturday afternoons, you know it. it don't cheer for the Rays until they get their new stadium and their new TV contract because that's just how it's going to be. They're going to keep on cutting salary. They're not going to be a competitive baseball team. They're not winning any games right now, and it's disappointing. I wish we could, uh, I wish we could give them back uh, uh, Price. <laughs> well, he hasn't pitched very well, but, I mean, at least Boston's going for it. At least they're, you know, they're paying um, – unbelievable amount for price and he hasn't pitched well but at least you guys are trying to win at least you guys are trying to be competitive every year the Rays are just dumping they're just dumping players out the last I saw uh, this evening uh, was Archer um, was finally pitching a, a good game well uh, it's 3 nothing Kansas City Desmond Jennings just broke up a no-hitter uh, and that's what the uh, Rays, I guess, as a lineup and as an organization thought of those trades today because they came out completely flat. Duffy pitching his uh, you-know-what off. But, um, yeah, it's 3 nothing and uh, just oh, continues. He finally, he finally blew it, Archer, right? Well, yeah, that's what Archer does. I mean, the first, first couple innings, it's not very good. And lately, he's been pitching better, but he's just been very disappointing this year. Uh, and it's been very disappointing to be a Rays fan, so... You know, I'm. You know how much I dislike the Yankees. Yeah, I know. But you know, when I get, I gotta say one thing. You know, I, you know, up until two years ago, I, liked, I hated the Yankees only ninety-eight percent because I thought two of the greatest players and two of the classiest guys were on that team: Jeter and Mariano Rivera. Then last year I hated them only um, 99%. You know, now Jeter and Rivera are gone. Now I'm back to hating them 100%. <laughs> but i got to say one thing. I always said this back, in a, back, in a few, back a few years ago. I always said the best player from the Yankees well, that's it's certainly possible. He could be the best, uh, you know, general manager owner of all time because of the championships and because of the commitment to win. I wish that 
the Rays had that type of owner that was committed to winning instead of saving money or complaining about fan support. I wish that there was that same type of commitment here, but there's not. So George Steinbrenner is going to be go down as one of the greatest owners, one of the greatest executives of all time, just from the sheer fact that he didn't care if he fired a manager. He didn't care if he, um, you know, had to trade for somebody or overpay for somebody. He got it done because he wanted to win. I can respect that. Absolutely. So the Red Sox didn't make any trades. Uh, actually, they got one. They got a guy named Abad. Well, I mean, really, did they need to make any trades? I mean, that team is pretty good right now. They're real good. Um, you know, their hitting's pretty good. Their pitching eh, needs a little bit of an improvement. Price yeah, needs to pitch better. The pitching is awful. Come on. It's not bad. I mean, it's 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 it could get better. I agree with you on that. It could definitely get better. So, well, I think that, I think that pitching, you know, after you get past Porcello and um, and Stephen Wright, right, and, and Wright has been pitching well the last couple of games since the All Star game. Um, you know, it's um, pitching is terrible. I mean, David Price had a good game, but he still lost the game. Uh, the other day in the ninth inning after David Price was out, he pitched a good game. But, you know, we're stuck with him for seven years. Well, and, only, uh, and only he has the option to opt out. You guys have bad luck with Tampa Bay players because you guys uh, signed Carl Crawford and he didn't work out either. So you thought you would learn your lesson. But in all seriousness, look, David Price is one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. I think he's going to pick it up eventually. The problem is when he gets to the playoffs, he's not very good. So maybe he's making up for it in the regular season. That's all I could say. That remains to be seen. To seen. Anyways, I just picked up a couple of good players uh, today. And uh, they got uh, Josh Reddick. And they got uh, Rich Hall. Yeah, Rich Hill from uh, Oakland. Yeah. Oh, the Red Sox stupidly let go. Yeah. Oh well, he wasn't pitching well at that time either. So uh, Rich Hill's been up and down. He's been. He's been. A- Rich, Hill, Rich Hill was pitching well before before the, the Red Sox gave up on him. Uh, pitching okay, but I mean, look, Baltimore gave up on Jake Arrieta. I mean, that's probably one of the worst moves they ever made in in the history of Major League Baseball. Because you look at how he's pitched for the Cubs the last couple of years. So. It happens. I mean, Rich Hill's been around. Rich Hill was a top prospect for the Cubs, and they let him go. So he's been around a little while now. So, But good for the Dodgers. Let's hold the baseball a little bit. We'll talk a little more. Let's have um, a little music. Here's um, uh, the, 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 the big guy from Hawaii. Um, you can say his last name because I can't. But here's Izzy, and what a wonderful world.
The uh, Buffalo Bills signed Reggie Bush today, and um, I think um, I want to talk. You know, I mentioned the, the, earlier in the show about the after Hillary, the five most dishonest people, and I want to give an honorable mention also to the dishonest people in this country, and that's um, Roger Goodell. Thank you very much. That's definitely... He should have been on the list in the first place. I don't know why he wasn't on the list. Well, there was so... You know, I only wanted to do five. <laughs> and, 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 these, and, you know, these people, as far as I'm concerned, are really bad. And, um, you know, and I was debating between Roger Goodell and Adam Silver. <laughs> well, you know, look, I understand Adam, Adam Silver's position on this because, look, you know, you're offending some people and and you're in your uh, you're discriminating against some people, and you just can't do that. Um, right. Do I think I do? I feel sorry for Charlotte people. Yeah, I feel sorry for them because they waited for that All Star game and they're not going to get to see the best players in the NBA. So, 
Uh, right. it's, it's disappointing from that aspect, but I, I can get it. I can understand. Uh, Adam Silver has a job to do. He has to represent the NBA. He has to represent that league. And he doesn't want any bad PR for it. So right, but I don't I don't think I don't think Adam Silva is a good leader in that league anyway. I I'm just not I'm just not happy with Adam Silva. You know. But anyway, Roger Goodell as as one as he, and he and he railroaded straighten out tongue, he railroaded Tom Brady. And that, you know, talking about disgusting. I mean, um, he was offered um, by uh, Bob Kraft at a, at, a, at a birthday party because Bob Kraft and him were, were good friends. And he was offered by Bob Kraft that, he, that they would take the fine. The Patriots would take the fine and lose the draft choices, even though. Nothing was really wrong there, and uh, you know, and to leave to leave Brady alone, and he accepted um, Bob Kraft's deal, and Bob Kraft, being the gentleman that he is, took uh, you know took the paid the fine and and, took, and gave up the draft choices, and, um, and then Goodell still went ahead and railroaded um, Tom Brady. Well, look, you know what? He put himself in that situation. Destroying your cell phone, I don't care who you are, I never destroyed my cell phone to get a new one. So to me, when somebody destroys their cell phone, it kind of emits guilt. Now, to say there's not other players in the NFL that do this type of thing, maybe so. But at the end of the day, let's not forget the NFL did everything they could to hide all the dirty little secrets that New England uh, did it from 2000 to 2007 to keep their league from getting a black eye. Now, I know you recall this, but they went and told uh, the Steelers uh, owner, Rooney, uh, not to look into some of the stuff that was going on during that AFC championship game. I know you remember that, and I also know you remember that the Patriots were taping walkthroughs when they played the Rams. So, look, the NFL has done everything they could to hide the little dirty secret of the New England Patriots, and basically they got tired of it. They got fed up. This this Patriot team has done everything they can to cross the line. Uh, they are the new age Oakland Raiders. They don't care what the NFL thinks, and basically Roger Goodell had a, a score to settle. Now, whether that was right or wrong, uh, you don't know. But at the end of the day, there had to be something that would come of Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, and they weren't going to let it go. So... Right, but this, I mean, think about this. You know, a guy gets a guy gets a four-game suspension um, for a drug situation. I agree with you on that. I think it's a little <laughs> bit ridiculous how he definitely wields his power. When a guy gets a four-game suspension for drugs or a 10-game suspension, and a guy like Greg Hardy, who's basically a scumbag, uh, gets suspended for... You know, uh, uh, what two games at first, and then they eventually uh, suspended him for the year with pay. And then Ray Rice gets two games until TMZ gets a hold of the video, and then finally he gets suspended. That's a problem, and that's can the. You call, can you call Greg Hardy that on my show without me getting in trouble? 
And I don't think that's a bad word. I don't think scumbag okay. is a bad word. I just kidding with you. <laughs> I could say D-bag if you like, but anyway it goes. You know, Greg Hardy is what he is, and Ray Rice uh, should have got suspended for longer than he got. And it, it just shows you that Roger Goodell talks outside of both of his uh, sides of his mouth. Um, right, it's absolutely. about it's about money for them. It's not about right. safety of the league because if it was about safety of the league, they would do more than they do about the concussion situation. Until players decided to sue this league and take them to task, there was nothing done. Nothing. They didn't care. They cared about money. They cared about money in their pocket. It is a right. A billion-dollar business. They don't care about the injuries to the players. No, they don't care. You know, they don't. You know, they they make it look like they do, but they don't. You know, they don't care what happens to these guys. You know, um, look at look at look at um, some of these guys that have that have, have, have died or killed themselves over this over all this stuff that's been CTE. going on. Yeah, and and they've tried to deny it for years, and now they finally came out. A couple months ago, and admitted their mistake that there was a problem with concussions. Well, no stuff, buddy. How many players have to die before you decide to do something? Before you decide to stand up and take care of the players? If you would have taken care of the players in the first place, and you would have heard their concerns and did everything they could for those retired players, then maybe we wouldn't have so many players dying off. The life expectancy of an NFL player is 53 years old. That's unbelievable. unbelievable. That's sad. Unbelievable. 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 You know, and, um, you know, getting back to, to Brady, let's assume that he did this and he knew what was going on, which I don't believe he did. But let's assume that he knew he did this and he knew what was going on. They scored 28 points in the second half with regular inflated footballs. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. It didn't really have you know an effect. It wasn't like he took steroids or something or PEDs. I agree with you. But again, I think the NFL had to uh, settle a score, and they did it. And they got him. And you know what? When Tom Brady comes back, I fear for the league because I think he'll have that chip on his shoulder. And I think that Patriot team will be, yeah, will be ready to rock again like always. Yeah, he's gonna be a wild man. Yeah, I thought he was gonna do it last year, but but it wasn't. It wasn't as you know as, as strong as I thought it would be. Well, he, um, he came out that first game against the uh, Steelers on national TV, right, and he was just right. whipping it around. Right, right. But, um, but th- this year, this year he's gonna be different. You know, this year, this year, you know, watch out for Tom Brady. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a strong guy. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a powerhouse. He's it's gonna be unbelievable. Um, but you know, so I, I picked um, the Patriots um, to be two and two before uh, Tom Brady comes back. Well, that's a tough schedule. They got the they have the Miami Dolphins, they have the Texans, they have Arizona on the road, and who's who else do they have? They have did they have Buffalo? Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. So, so I think they can beat Buffalo and Miami. I'm not sure about the Texans and uh, and. Um, uh, Arizona. Arizona, yeah, that's tough. I mean, and you go on the road against Arizona, and you go on the road versus the Texans. So we'll see what happens. Um, go on the road against all of them. All four games are on the road. All four of them on the road. The start. Yeah, the fifth game, I'm pretty sure, is, is is at home with the Browns. I thought the Miami game was in New England, and I also thought the Buffalo game was in New England. Maybe right. I'm not sure, yeah, but I thought I'm they were all sure. four on the road. Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. I know they open up versus Arizona, which is a tough matchup because Arizona got Chandler Jones, who you know about. 
Um, which I'll, I didn't. I'll be in, I'll be in Sedona uh, on that day. No. So I uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll, I'll end up going to that game. I didn't quite understand that trade in the first place. Why would you trade Chandler Jones? I don't get that. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, it's Bill Belichick. You know what? You know. <laughs> He knows what he's doing, you know? Yeah, he knows what he's doing. I mean, he'll go down as one of the greatest coaches of all time, but the problem is, at the end of the day, people will always doubt what he did uh, to get there. So that's a shame. Yeah. So, is, is my theme song working in the background? It is. All right. Can we hear it? <laughs> time for dinner. Six, seven o'clock here <laughs> in Vegas. All right, there it is. So, all right, this is Mav Cutler. Thanks for listening. Love you, Joy. Have a marvelous week and ciao.